Every corner of the digital universe. You can instant link to the internet. I'm Stravi Mailer, E3 video phone. Technology called eye smell. Smelling mold and mildew and animals. Man, I gotta smell the swamp today. Welcome to Water-Cooled Potato, your guide to the obsolete and absurd tech of the past, present, and future. I'm John. I'm Kevin. And today we'll be talking about Computer Products and Services Incorporated, or CPSI, which was founded in 1990 by Edward Newman. Sounds like a computer store. Yes. It's also kind of a mouthful. And yeah. <laughs> the abbreviation... Eh... CSPI, it's... I've heard better. Yeah. Between 1990 and 1996, CPSI ventured into the entirely new field of wearable computers. Uh-oh. These devices were meant to be used by various professionals who needed quick access to databases while on the go. Hmm. These products were certainly a bit ridiculous, but... They were apparently somewhat useful in the highly specialized areas that they were intended for, so we won't be talking about those today. Okay. Today, we're focusing on one of their newer products. In 1996, Computer Products and Services Incorporated finally decided to change their name because it was boring. At least, that's what I assume. So, okay. to make it more <laughs> exciting, they changed it to... Best I can guess how to pronounce it, Zybernaut. What? It's spelled with, a, it starts with an X. Yep. Zybernaut. Okay. It seems that they were trying to move out of their niche industrial market and into the wider consumer space and thought they needed a new exciting name. Okay. Their name sounds very 90s to me. Mm-hmm. In January of 2002, Zybernaut launched their latest and greatest consumer product. Imagine being able to take your computer with you anywhere. What if you could check your email while you're walking down the street? Watch videos on the bus? Sounds like a phone. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> Write documents in the coffee shop. Well, okay. now you can bring the power of the personal computer with you wherever you go with Zybernaut's new Poma. Poma? Something like that. What? The personal media appliance. No, that's not how you name things. Nope. Nope. Uh, nope. I've seen plenty of cases where, like, the name is stupid because they gave it that name so they could use a somewhat okay acronym. Yeah. Like, VHS stands for Video Home System, mm -hmm. which doesn't make any sense. It should be Home Video System, HVS, but they decided VHS sounded better, I guess. So mm -hmm. they just gave it a name that doesn't really make any logical sense, just so that the acronym, or it's not even really an acronym, but just so that the mm -hmm. initials could sound a little better 
Uh, yeah. Anyway, in this case, I don't think either one was a win. The full name or the acronym. Yeah, no. The PAMA includes pocket versions of Internet Explorer, Word, Outlook, and Windows Media Player. Now you can have all the necessary computing capabilities with you always. The PAMA features a blazing fast 128 MHz RISC CPU with 32 MB of RAM. Oh boy. And an 800 by 600 color screen. That's kind of decent. How big was the screen? We'll get there. Oh no. All of that in a portable, wearable, hands-free package for just under $1,500. The equivalent of just under $2,200 today. So, about three quarters of a laptop in that, in that time. Well, ish depends on the laptop. True. You could probably get a fairly nice laptop for a little more than that, I think. I'm not sure. But, now we come to the part of how exactly you're supposed to wear it. On your wrist! You would think so, wouldn't you? You would hope Around so. your neck! Closer! <laughs> what? Closer. On your nose. Getting really close. No, not right in front of your eyes. Uh, yep, right in front of your eyes. No! The over-eye display straps onto your head, and a screen hangs down over one eye. That's way worse than Google Glasses. Remember that 800 by 600 color screen? So you can see all the pixels... It's supposed to appear to be about 13 inches when hovering in front of your eye. Okay. Now, a 13-inch screen at 800 by 600. I think that would be a bit pixelated. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're going to be trying to do things like email and mm-hmm. write Word documents on this thing. But wait, it gets better. The CPU box, which weighs just under three quarters of a pound, clips to your belt. What? But there's more. It includes a handy arm-mounted keyboard, which is held to the forearm with straps. So you have a fairly large... I don't know the exact dimensions, but it looks like it's... Larger than a big smartphone and about an inch thick, maybe more, like beige box clipped to your belt. Mm. And then you've got a keyboard strapped to your arm. Mm. And then this headband with like a giant box above your, like right above your eyebrows. Mm -hmm. And then a screen hanging down over one eye. And then the optical pointing device which was apparently the substitute for a mouse. And I don't know exactly how that thing worked, but I'm guessing not well. Yeah. Now we get to the operating system. Oh, no. It ran Windows CE. Yeah, I was going to guess that. Which isn't even really Windows. It's more like a bare kernel that manufacturers can build their own interface on top of. 
Mm-hmm. So, I'm guessing it couldn't run anything besides the built-in applications. Most likely. And there's more downsides, too. You'd look stupid in public. Well, there's that. <laughs> also, it was expensive for a computer in 2002. Mm-hmm. Computers were expensive, sure, but $1,500 should have gotten you a decent machine. This was not a decent machine. No. It was particularly slow. Uh, duh. Because of the CPU, clock speed is ridiculously slow for the time. And that 32 megabytes of RAM. Mm-hmm. And it has an internet browser. I want to know how the heck that I was able to browse the web with that little of resources. Yeah. Well... To make matters even worse, battery life wasn't good either. Two hours? I couldn't find an actual number. Oh. I'm thinking two hours would have actually been all right. I don't know. That's too... <laughs> but here's the thing. Two hours being in sleep mode ready to turn on, or two hours actually using it on the go? Mm. I lay a bet it's the first one. And it was considered too bulky to carry around, which is an issue for a portable, wearable device. Mm -hmm. And that's not even mentioning that it makes you look like a complete idiot. Yeah. It failed for the same reason that Google Glass failed, but a million times worse. Yeah. Because Google at least tried to make it look slim and sexy and all that. In fact, several articles I read mentioned that, quote, it makes you look like a Borg from Star Trek. Oh, my. Mmm, okay, I can picture it now. I will show you a picture. All right, so, you have just spent $1,500, the equivalent of $2,200, of your hard-earned cash mm. on your new gadget... And you've just walked in the door and said, Honey, look what I bought. Oh. Yeah, that... That... Look... I can see why they say it makes you look like a Borg from Star Trek. Yeah. Also, the keyboard on the arm is really <laughs> stupid. Yes. I mean, it's the most logical choice to put it, but it's just... It just looks stupid. Yeah. Also, the actor, and he's just... What's what's that facial expression even called? It's like, why the heck am I doing this? Am I supposed to smile? <laughs> I think that's what his facial expression. I don't know. Yeah. Like... You've, you've seen the Borg in Star Trek, right? Um, I haven't seen a lot of Star Trek, oh. but I think I have seen the Borg. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, the the computer box there. It's looking at this picture. I'd say Is that a regular power cable? No, that's <laughs> USB, isn't it? I think that's what connects to the goggles, but I'm not sure. Mm. So the keyboard is um it's not small. It takes up about half of the guy's arm. Mm -hmm. Maybe more. Mm. Shy half. And it's silver. It's it's in no way silver. It's not beige! No! I'm thinking that 
thing in his other hand is the mouse equivalent. Okay. I'm not entirely sure how you're supposed to use that. Maybe you, like, rub it up and down your oh, chest. no. Or on your leg. I don't know. Your leg is a lot better than your chest. <laughs> I guess. <sighs> and that box, it's... I need to revise my description from earlier. I would say it's awful close to the size of a VHS tape. Oh, like a Walkman. Bigger than a Walkman. Bigger than a Walkman. I think it's, like, longer. Oh. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. It's huge. <laughs> I wouldn't want that clipped to my weight. I, well. <laughs> no, you see, but it, we can have a perfect couple. We have that guy that looks like a cyborg, <laughs> and then a woman wearing the face mask. There we go. <laughs> The face mask that dabs your face? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the face electrocution device. Uh, well, there was also the eye top, the head-mounted DVD player with the screen in front of one eye. Uh... And I am guessing this had similar eye strain issues. Oh. Because the yeah. eye top would give you a headache after trying to watch it for, I don't remember how long, but I think it was like less than the length of a movie. 30 minutes is my guess. And I'm guessing this would have the same issue. Also, the entire idea of this is that it can be used like on the go. The amount of cables. None of this is wireless, by the way. Yeah, because it's 2002. Yeah. So there's a wire going from his arm. Uh, down to the computer and there's a wire going from the side of his head down to the computer and there's a mm -hmm. wire going from the optical pointing device down to the computer so he's got a wire uh, coming off of his head and off of each arm going down to his waist connected to a large box this in no way is better than a laptop it's worse than a laptop absolutely yeah. Because the amount of, like, okay, I'm going to go out, but I need my on-the-go computer instead of my laptop, so I'm going to strap this on, plug all these cables in, put this on, strap that. Okay, now I'm ready to go. Yeah. Ugh. No. So, unsurprisingly, not really anyone bought it. Aww. And the company did eventually go out of business, but first, they did a bunch of sketchy things and got in a lot of trouble. Hmm, like what? So they filed for bankruptcy in 2005. And so some of the people in charge were doing things like charging their personal expenses to the company, hiring family members for just no particular reason, and... Various screwy trading deals, apparently. Okay. And failing to inform the company's board about large transactions. Oh. And interfering with audits. Mm-hmm. And, um, then the people who pulled this resigned, and then the company went bankrupt. <laughs> uh, okay. 
three years after the disastrous Poma, Poma, whatever. Mm. Yeah. So, I think what this teaches us is that it's never a good idea to strap a screen to your head over one eye and try to claim that it's going to make computing so much more mobile and convenient. Mm, yeah, not really computing. Maybe other things like directions to getting somewhere, but no. Now I'm curious if Google knew this product existed before they made Google Glasses. Hmm. I, I'm guessing not. Probably not. Or if they did, they thought, well, ours. We're Google! We yeah. can pull it off. Well, and, I mean, you gotta give Google Glass credit where it's due. It does look a whole lot better than yeah, this thing. definitely, definitely. Like, Google Glass just looks kind of weird. This, this looks like, <laughs> looks like someone dressed up as the Borg for Halloween. Yeah, kind of. Oh, uh, well, I did forget how stupid Google Glass looked. Okay, well, it's better, but it's not that much better. I mean, at least you're not seeing every dang little pixel. Yeah. Oh, I forgot how it looked, too. Yeah. They they chose, like, the perfect guy to take a picture. That guy looks like a total nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that's pretty much all I have on this particular disaster. At some point, it might be interesting to go back and cover some of their earlier products, but those weren't really... Apparently, some people used them. Their mm -hmm. earlier ones, though, the headset was much larger. Like, there was a giant box on your forehead huge and then a giant band and then get this they were voice activated no. so like a giant headset mic comes down no. in front of your mouth and then the box strapped to your waist looks like it's about the size of a toaster oh. and you're meant to be able to like walk around the office shouting voice commands to the toaster strapped to your waist and then no. getting like information from databases over one eye. No. And just with how speech recognition must have been in the 90s, I'm guessing it didn't work very well. No. We're finally getting close to human 30 years later with the power of lots and lots of computing power. Yeah. I, I don't imagine in the 90s yelling at a toaster is going to work very well. Mm -mm. But the information on those is so hard to find. Information on this is very thin and hard to find. There's more information on the company than on this product. Interesting. Yeah, almost as if they didn't want anyone to remember it existed. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe their marketing just sucked so bad that no one ever knew it existed, even at launch. Who knows? Mm. So we're not going to do any tangents this episode? Well, we ranted about Google Glass. Hmm, true.
Does that mean we hit our quota? <laughs> well, you know, if we get screens in contact lenses, now that might actually be useful. Mm -hmm. Assuming the resolution is high enough that you can actually... Yeah, I think scientists are working on it, but I don't remember any details. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that uh, it's being worked on, but no idea when that would theoretically... 2030 finally prototypes and they're a thousand no sorry not a thousand hundred grand there we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that sounds about right <laughs> i mean well by by 2030 we should be able to buy that 8k oled rollable tv for way less than 60 grand yeah because <laughs> that's something everyone needs a tv that rolls up and it's oled by the time it gets cheap enough, there will be a lot better technologies. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to complain about a cheap OLED. No. <laughs> Are you going to get a cheap Google Glass, though? You know, the last time I checked, these things are almost impossible to find on eBay, and they're expensive. Oh. Although the last time I checked was a while ago. Let's see, how much does Google Glass cost on eBay? So, whoa. Um. 600? I don't know. Uh. Interesting. So there's a wide range. There's one here that's an auction with a little over an hour left, and the current bid is up to $325. Hmm. That was kind of more of what I was expecting. There's a new one for $1,300. Buy it now. Why? More auction ones in the range of two to 300 Um. One that's like just under 400. Yeah, they're not cheap. Okay, well. <laughs> Outro time. Our first Patreon exclusive content is now up by the time you hear this. And uh, if you'd like to hear that, uh, you can stop by our Patreon page, patreon.com slash watercooledpotato and support us, and you'll get access to that. How much money do I have to give? As little as one dollar. Oh, not a penny? Dang it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>